You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Listen, I'm so glad to have you with us today. We're in my leadership edition of the How to Win podcast, and leadership is a journey. It's not a destination. It's not an event. It's a journey, and I want to thank you in advance for taking this journey with me. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have a great time today. These leadership podcasts are based off scripture, the Bible. God spoke to me years ago. He said, the word of God is the answer. Now listen, the word of God is the answer for leadership too. I'm going to begin a new series today, and I know it's going to bless your life. I heard years ago that one word from God can change your life. So I want you to look for one thing, one thing that you can add to your toolbox of success that will help you to navigate through leadership in your life experience. So let's begin a series I'm entitling The Why Matters. Often we talk about the what, what we're going to do and what we're doing. But in this series, we're going to talk about the why, the why matters. The theme of this series is walking out God's purpose in life and leadership, walking out God's purpose in life and in leadership. This is lesson one. And in each one of these lessons, I'm going to have a subtopic. Now, the series title is The Why Matters, but each lesson I have a subtopic. Now, our subtopic for today is fishing on the wrong side of the boat. Fishing on the wrong side of the boat. Are you fishing on the wrong side of the boat of life? Listen, you're going to get blessed through this. As I said earlier, these podcasts are based off biblical scriptures. So I'm going to give you three proof texts today that we're going to build this lesson around. Our first proof text is taken from the Wisdom Book of Proverbs, Proverbs 19.21, and I want to read it to you in the New Revised Standard Version. Listen, it says, the human mind may devise many plans, but it's the purpose of the Lord that will be established. The human mind devise many plans, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will be established. I want to give you another proof text. It's taken from Luke chapter 5, verse 10. And the context here is Jesus has taken Peter's boat and he asks to minister in Luke 5. He ministers in the boat, and then he gives the boat back to Peter, and he tells Peter to launch out into the deep and let down his net 
for a large catch of fish. Now, Peter had fished all night, hadn't caught anything in that part of the world. In that time, they engaged fishermen, fishermen engaged in net fishing and they fished at night. And the reason they fished at night is because at night, the sun was no longer out. The waters were cool and the fish would come up to the shore and feed. So at night, the fishermen would drag their nets. No one fished in the daytime because in the daytime, the sun came out and the fish went out into the deeper waters. So here Jesus instructs Peter to do something that is totally different than the customary way of fishing. But Peter does it. He launched out into the deep and he catched this large catch of fish. In fact, two boatloads of fish. And the Bible says the boat began to sink. And then verse 10, Peter was so overwhelmed by the catch and by the wisdom of this man called Jesus. Listen what he says in Luke 5, verse 10, uh, in the New Living Translation. Jesus replied to Simon Peter, because Peter had said, listen, I'm not worth you being with me, depart from me. But Jesus replied to Simon Peter, don't be afraid. From now on, you will be fishing for people. We're talking about walking in God's purpose in life and leadership. So we see here that Peter originally was a professional fisherman, but that wasn't God's purpose for his life. God's purpose was that Peter would influence and reach men for the kingdom of God. So we hear now Jesus giving to Peter his purpose for his life. From now on, you're going to catch men. That's Luke 5, 10. Now, three years later, Jesus died, and the disciples were disillusioned, confused, because they thought they had uh, entered into a career assignment where they were going to take the world off of Christ. And here Jesus dies. Now, there's some talk about him rising from the dead, but that's not settling their mind. In their mind, they have wasted their time. Peter, who has assumed the leadership role, says, listen, I'm going back to what I've done. I'm going back to my career in fishing because the man that they were following, Jesus, has died. Six other disciples Six of the uh, other 12 disciples said, well, we're going to go with you. Now, here's John 21, verse 3 through 6. And I'm going to read this time from the New Living Translation. Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. Now, when he said I'm going fishing, he's not saying I'm just going to go out and fish in a recreational way. No, he's saying I'm going back to what I used to do. I'm going back to my career as a professional fisherman. I'm going fishing. We'll come too. six other disciples. said, Well, we're going to come back too. we're going back to what we used to do, too. Now, watch this. And they all said we'll come too." So they went out in the boat, but caught nothing all night. 
At dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach, but the Bible says the disciples couldn't see who he was. He called out, Jesus called out, fellows, have you caught any fish? No, they replied. Then he said, throw your net on the right hand side of the boat and you will get some. Throw your net on the right hand side of the boat and then you will get some. Throw your net on the right hand side of the boat and you will get some. In other words, they were fishing on the wrong side of the boat. So they did and they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish in it. Now, these three texts are our background texts for our assignment today. We're talking about fishing on the wrong side of the boat and the theme of this entire series is walking in God's purpose in your life and in your leadership. Now, the world's definition of success, and the world has a definition of success, and these podcasts are designed to give you insight, wisdom, instruction, and equip you to be a success in life, and in particular, in your leadership. Now, but the world's definition of success is the achievement of position, power, wealth, fame, and stable relationships. So from the world's perspective now, when you achieve position, you're successful. When you achieve power, you're successful. When you achieve wealth, you're successful. When you have stable relationships, you are successful. However, none of these achievements apart from purpose will bring you true fulfillment. You can have all these things, but if you're not operating in purpose, you're not going to have the level of fulfillment that God intends for you to have because purpose is the source of fulfillment. Come on, say that. Purpose is the source of fulfillment. Write that out in the chat. Purpose is the source of fulfillment. Let's say that one more time. Purpose is the source of fulfillment. So let's talk about purpose. You've been taking this journey with me for a while. You know I like words. And words, definite, defining words, help us to get on the same page. We're talking about the why matters. Now listen. What is purpose? We're going to look at it on a personal level, and then we'll look at purpose on an organizational or ministry level if you're in a ministry. So what is purpose? On a personal level, purpose is the compelling reason for your existence. It is the compelling reason for your existence. Or we could just simply say it's why God created you. Remember the why matters. Why God 
created. You, you ever thought about that? You ever meditated on that? You ever prayed about that? Why did God create you? We're talking about purpose. My second definition of purpose on a personal level is that purpose is the core motivation for your work. It's the core motivation for your work. In other words, we could say it's why you do what you do. So whatever area you're engaged in, whatever spirit of society that you're engaged in, whatever profession, whatever thing you're doing, I'm asking you now, why do you do what you do? We're talking about purpose. Purpose is the core motivation of your work. And then thirdly, purpose is your life assignment from God. You see, God created you. He created you. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says that we, you and I, creations, we're God's workmanship. He created us. We're God's masterpiece. And then Ephesians 2 says that we were created unto good works. In other words, God has an assignment for your life. Yes, that's right. Man, I'm not just talking about a pulpit assignment. I'm not just talking about you working in the church or being religious. No, no, no. I'm talking about an assignment for your life. God has something that he wants you to accomplish, something he wants you to achieve in life. So now let's look at purpose. We see it from a personal level, a compelling reason for your existence, the core motivation for your work, your life assignment from God. But let's look at purpose from an organizational standpoint or a ministry standpoint. What is purpose? Purpose number one, I got three definitions on the organizational or ministry side. Purpose is the why of your organization, business or ministry. It is the why of your organization, is the why of your business, is the why of your ministry. Why are you in ministry? Are you a pastor? Why, why does your church exist? Your business owner, what is the why of your business? Why are you in existence? My second definition a purpose from an organizational standpoint is that purpose is the why of what people are doing in your organization, business, or ministry. It is the why of what people are doing. Why are people, what, what are people doing in your organization, but not just what, why are they doing it? Do they know? Have you talked to them about why they're doing what they do in your ministry, in your business, in your organization? Thirdly, purpose, we're talking organizationally now, purpose is the impact we want to make on society and on, the, on people's lives. The impact, purpose, the impact 
we want to make on society. The impact we want to make on people's lives. We're talking about purpose. Patrick Bet David, in his book, Your Next Five Moves, lists four levels of why. W H Y. He lists four levels of why. And and I, 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 I as I thought, I, I looked at his list. I realized that all of us fall on one of these levels. He says level one is survival. Level two is status. Level three is freedom. And level four is purpose. And everyone, all of you that are listening to me right now, and every other individual in the world, we're actually operating in terms of why, W-H-Y, on one of these levels. Some people, they're, they're operating on level one, that's survival. Listen, survival is just, I want to make enough money to pay my bills. I want to just make enough. And there's so many people in life. That's their why for existence. That's their why. That's why they get up in the mornings. That's why they what they think about when they wake up in the morning. I've got to hit the pavement, as it were. I've got to make enough money to survive. And their whole existence, their whole why for living is survival. Then there's a second level above that is status. Status simply means I want to have a superior life. I want to drive a nice car. I want to live in a nice house in a gated community. I want my children to go to protect prestigious schools or good schools. I want to make six-figure uh, salary. I want to make a seven-figure salary. It's, it's status. That's another level. Then the third level is freedom. The third level is freedom. Listen, I want to be debt-free. I want to, I don't want to be I tied down to a job. I want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And that's freedom. And then he says the fourth level is what we're talking about. And that is purpose. Now, I want to ask several questions, but I want to di distinguish something before I do that. First, there is purpose and there is vision. Purpose, vision. Now, we're talking about purpose. Purpose is the why. Vision is the what. Now, we're going to talk about vision in our next series, but we're talking about purpose, the why. The companion of purpose is vision. Vision is the what. It is a picture of what you and or your organization will look like when purpose is realized. Vision is the destination. Vision is the goal. Vision is the prize. Vision is what you want to achieve. But purpose, the why, precedes the what. And I want you to make sure you get that. Purpose, the why, we're talking about the why matters. 
And, and really, when we talk about the why, we're talking about two things primarily. We're talking about the cause. Why are you doing it? I mean, why do you exist as an individual? Why do you exist as a business? Why do you exist as a, a minister? Why the why is purpose. The vision is the what. Okay, why matters because why should come before what? You need to know why you're doing it. That's the cause, why, but it's also the motive. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? The why matters. Now, what happens, a, a couple of questions the rest of the way. I want to ask a couple of questions before we close this session out. What happens when we operate outside of purpose? When we're fishing on the wrong side of the boat, what happens? What happens? Well, let's look at it. Three things happen. Number one, others are misled. When you and I operate outside of purpose, then others are misled. Peter says, I'm going back to what I used to do. This ministry thing didn't work. What we thought was going to happen with mass, it, didn't, it, it, it fell through. So I'm going back to what I know. I'm going back to fishing. Well, remember Luke chapter 5, Jesus had established his purpose. He says, from now on, you're not going to be fishing for fish. You're going to be fishing for men. But he's disappointed. He's disillusioned. And sometimes we make bad decisions when we're confused and disillusioned. And here he said, I'm going back to what I used to do. In other words, I'm going to go back outside of my purpose. And guess what? Six other disciples follow him. When you operate outside of your purpose, others are misled because you have influence. You're a leader. You have influence. It is critical that you operate in purpose. Secondly, what happens when we operate outside of our purpose? Secondly, the kingdom of God is hindered and misrepresented. The kingdom, you're a leader. You're doing stuff you shouldn't be doing, things you're not called to do. Think about that. Now, the kingdom is hindered. The kingdom is misrepresented. Because the people following you think this is God leading you. They think it's God. They think it's God because leaders have influence. So the kingdom, if you're out there doing something that you're not called to do, it's not God's plan for your life. It's not God's purpose. It could be great things. It could be good stuff that you're doing. But it's not what God wants you to do, what, not what God purposed you to do. Then the kingdom will be hindered. The kingdom will be misrepresented. Because think about it, the kingdom is what you should be doing. But if you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, think about it. This over here is being neglected. Now you're wasting resources over here. Time, money, energy. You're wasting resources so the kingdom is hindered and misrepresented. And then thirdly, what happens when we operate outside of our purpose, when we're fishing on the wrong side of the boat? We will enjoy less success and live unfulfilled lives. 
we will lead, we will enjoy less success. You cannot be fishing on the wrong side of the boat and you're going to have the success that God wants you to have. And you're never going to have the fulfillment that God wants you to have if you're fishing on the wrong side of the boat. Remember what Jesus said to them? Fellows, have you caught anything? They're fishing on the wrong side of the boat. They said, no, we hadn't caught anything. Now, three things happen when we operate outside of purpose. Others are misled. The kingdom of God is hindered and misrepresented. And then we enjoy less success and we live unfulfilled lives. Let's flip that over now. Let's get on this good side because I know you want to operate in God's purpose. What happens when we execute our purpose? We walk in the place, the plan that God wants us to have. Three things happen. Let's go back to those things. Others are blessed by our life, our assignment from God, and they are inspired by us. Others are blessed by our life assignment from God and inspired by our life. Others are going to be blessed when you're walking in purpose. Others are going to uh, be inspired by your life. Secondly, God will be glorified. He will be magnified in the lives of people, according to Matthew 5, 16. And then finally, we will experience Watch this. We will experience natural success because God wants you to be blessed in a natural way, not just spiritually. He wants you to be blessed naturally. We will experience natural success, and then we will experience true fulfillment. Wow. That's why you want to operate in purpose, because others will be blessed. And secondly, we will experience natural success, and true fulfillment. Remember over in our text in John 21, they were fishing on the wrong side of the boat. They didn't catch anything. And then when they fished on the right side of the boat, they operating in purpose. That's what that text is really talking about. Either outside of the purpose, wrong side of the boat, right side of the boat, in purpose. Now watch this verse six. They couldn't call in the net because there were so many fish in their net. That's natural success. They enjoyed natural success, but they also experienced, watch this, true fulfillment. Now you got to listen to this. You're going to catch this. When they got there, so they, they had this great haul of fish. Peter said, John said, that's the Lord over there. That's the Lord told us to cast the boat, the, the net on the right side. That's the Lord. And Peter said, he took off his, his, his coat and jumped in the water swimming. And then the rest of the disciples pulling the net that had a hard time. And then when they got to the shore, watch this. When they got to the shore, Peter had beat them to Jesus. When they got to the shore, when they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them fish cooking over a charcoal fire and some bread, verse 9. Now here, think about this. What were they fishing for on the wrong side of the boat? Fish. They wanted fish. They wanted fish. They fished. They throw the net on the right side. They got in purpose. Watch this. And they caught so many fish that they had to drag the net to shore. They had to Think about it. 
Or when they got to the shore, catch this now, they got this large net of fish, they pulled it up to the shore, dragged it up to the shore, and when they got to the shore, Jesus had fish already frying. He had a fish fry, a charcoal grill, probably had some barbecue sauce, some fried baked potatoes, sweet potatoes. He had, he had a fish fry waiting on them. Now follow me. Verse 13 says, Jesus served them the bread and the fish that he had prepared. Not the fish they had prepared. He prepared. Now they're trying to get what Jesus already has for them. You didn't hear that. They're trying to get what Jesus has already prepared. I'm going to say that again because I don't think you got that. They're trying to get on the wrong side of the boat. They're trying to get outside of purpose what Jesus has already prepared for them in purpose. Now watch this. So we see purpose connects to a greater revelation of Jesus. Notice when they got to the right side, on the right side led them to Jesus. It led them to a greater revelation of Jesus because now Jesus is on the shore. Listen, in his glorified body, he's on the shore. But notice, purpose brought them to a greater revelation of Jesus. Jesus, now watch this. Ooh, you got to get this. Jesus always provides more than natural success. See, if they had, watch this. If they had caught a great haul of fish operating on the wrong side of the boat, outside of purpose. Let's say they had some natural success. It wouldn't have brought them to Jesus. It wouldn't have brought them to Jesus. So Jesus always gives us more than natural success. And that's the difference between success in the world and success in the kingdom of God. Because Jesus is going to give you more than just natural success. Think about all the people who have the position, have the power, have the wealth, have the status, have all the all the stuff that the people call work, uh, successful. But they don't have Jesus. They don't have him. But notice when they got on the right side of the boat, it brought them natural success. Jesus had already prepared the fish that they were trying to catch. But they also had Jesus because Jesus always provides more than natural success. Jesus is the source of fulfillment. You never, listen to me carefully as I close, you are never going to find fulfillment in a position. I don't care how great it is. You're never going to find uh, fulfillment in a job, in a career. Not true fulfillment. Not true fulfillment. You're not going to find it in wealth. You're not going to find it in power. You're not going to find it in status. You never, you're not going to find it in a house. You're not going to find it in a car. You're not going to find it in, in whatever you get in the world. Because true fulfillment is found in Jesus. Now watch this. Purpose leads us to fulfillment. And everything 
that we longed outside of purpose. See, what they longed for was fish, but they was operating outside of purpose. When they got to the right side of the boat in purpose, they got the fish, but they got Jesus. They got true fulfillment. Now, listen at this. Fulfillment can only be found in Jesus and in a relationship and partnership with him. True fulfillment can only be found in Jesus and in a relationship with him and in partnership with him. So I want to ask you this question as I close. Are you fishing on the wrong side of the boat? Are you operating outside of purpose trying to be successful or are you operating in, pur pur in purpose, attempting to be successful. Listen, you got to go back. <laughs> you got to go back and meditate on this. This is some good stuff. But n next week we're gonna we're gonna add something to it. We're talking about the why matters. Walking in God's purpose, God's plan for your life and leadership. Thank you. Listen. We're going to continue this journey next week. I pray that in our next episode, I pray that you have a great, great rest of the week, and I love you.